0: Welcome to Piercing the Veil on BBSRadio.com, a show for truth-seekers and rebels.
1: Join us every week as we obliterate willful ignorance,
0: corruption, globalist agendas, and more. Tune in every Sunday at 5 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Pacific, and listen carefully as we provide crucial solutions, information awareness, and unique life hacks to improve our planet. Pierce the, veil, Pierce the Veil, and the truth, truth, truth will reveal itself.
1: Greetings world. Welcome back to another live episode of Piercing the Veil. Today's show is going to be The Outer Edge. We have some special guests, as I promised last week, John and Jared. I call them the Wizard Twins. They can name themselves, of course, during the course of the show. Uh, <laughs> but we're really excited to have them on board. Uh, They're very, very uh, learned individuals, just like myself, delving very deep into some things that I haven't even touched into. So we're going to get into some of these things um, as much as we can on the show regarding psychic protection, creating alternative uh, solutions. Instead of just being socially active, socially aware, you can actually create a manifestation in some cases that will assist you in your life goals, uh, sort of a separate consciousness, if you will. We're going to get into some of that, and it goes to the outer edge, definitely, of what's thought to be or believed to be possible, if you will. Uh, And before we go there, I've got Corey on the line here. Corey, how are you doing?
0: I'm great, man. Good to be here.
1: Excellent. Excellent. Lots lots Uh, going on. uh, Well, yeah, that's what I wanted to start off with. Uh, At about 1130 this morning, we're going to jump into current events here. Uh, At about 1130 this morning in Sutherland, Texas, I believe, there was a mass shooting inside the church where 30, almost 30 people have been killed. I think 27 was the death count, including kids. Uh, people reported a uh, lone gunman in full tactical gear walking in and shooting, and then apparently he got into a chase with police and was then killed thereafter. Um, you know, the the cards for me are kind of out on this one. The timing is very, very strange. You know, you've got John and Tony Podesta literally being arrested, indicted, chased down, and hunted. You've got Hillary Clinton indictment about to come out right now. And literally, literally within moments of this happening, all the new major news medias are now covering this. Nothing else is is really getting any airtime. And, yes, you know, it's a tragedy. I, for anybody who's listening from these areas or has family in those areas, if you can get in contact with those people, um, I would provide them a, just a free venue to talk about anything, even express their tragedy or express whatever they need to. I know that it might be too soon right now, but um, that's how I can show support. You know, it's my thoughts and my prayers are with you. No, like, I, I've got this radio show. You guys come out and talk about whatever you want. Um, you, it, if I can help you with resources anyway, make a small donation. Somebody contact me uh, from that area. You can just go to our show page, www.pbsradio.com slash Pearson and Vail. It's really close to home for me. Uh, you know, Texas, I, I feel, is my, my birth date, my home for now. You know, obviously, we want to do some traveling here in the future. But when stuff like this happens, like the Garland attack uh, a couple of years back, and and this now, this tragedy here, it, it really just highlights to me how much more we need to be doing to spread the awareness. You know what I mean? Uh, Whether this was some lone nut who's got psychotic problems, well, the the fact remains that a lot of the psychotic issues are caused by pharmaceuticals given to children or teenagers or even adults um, and things that are predisposed. Excuse me. I can't say it. (laughs) Those who are...
0: Predisposed.
1: Yeah, there you go, predisposed. Having a tongue, tie, a tongue tie here. Those who are predisposed to these types of conditions or aggressiveness, uh, I think, really th- this genetic stuff comes from previous generations of toxicity, you know, both in consciousness and and in uh, chemicals and all sorts of other things that are causing physiological changes. So there, there's a lot of stuff to be researched and investigated. Uh, this could be either way. It could be some sort of distraction, false flag event, where the death toll is high enough to get everybody's attention on it it could be just bad timing and some crazy guy decided to act on his own you know we just got to sit back and take a look at what's going on there so that's like the biggest thing uh, in current events I wasn't going to bring this up but I found out about it uh, a couple hours before the show and I decided you know we should get some air time uh, whatever we could do to help you know, get in contact with me or Corey uh, and we'll spread the word you know that's pretty much all we can do we're not billionaires just yet you know. we will be soon <laughs> <laughs> but not just yet. So, uh, speaking of billionaires, there's some really big people really big names that are dropping like flies right now, Corey. So that ties into our current event. We'll just move wow. on here uh, out of this Texas event. Uh, some of the pharmacy tycoons are being brought down right now for extortion. Basically, they're extorting doctors to carry their line of uh, fentanyl products. I believe was the case. We can do some research on that. Obviously, the media moguls like Harvey Weinstein, some big name actors like Kevin Spacey, so on and so forth. It's all coming out right now, and now you've got over ten Saudi billionaire—excuse me, Saudi princes. One of them's a billionaire, and this prince just so happens to control Fox News, uh, controls—excuse uh, me, has a controlling interest, I should say, or stake, controlling stake in all the shares of these major major media corporations, including the satellite TV uh, corporation mm. and things like that. So there's some really big stuff happening. I mean, things could be said uh, that maybe the Saudi prince that's in charge now is just is just trying to consolidate power and, and sort of like a Saddam Hussein move, you know what I mean, what he did back yeah. in Iraq with the, yeah. that movement. But I, I do truly believe that the timing is perfect for what's happening around the world. There's so many pedophile arrests uh, going down. And even, even just revelations that are happening, you know, like in the UK, I think the governor, excuse me, prime minister or somebody, not, not the prime minister, uh, but somebody was, a public official was stating that there's too many pedophiles and we can't arrest them all, so we're going to stop prosecuting. And uh. I was just, I was dumbfounded. It's like, okay, so what the fuck are we paying you for? Get the fuck out of here. Uh. You know I mean? Like, you now have ceased and abandoned your job. Right. To prevent harm from happening to the people that you supposedly prevent harm over. Anyways, so that's going down. Uh, <laughs> you know, the Soros campaign manager had a dungeon in the middle of New York. And that's, that's not uncommon for these people. I know that's some really dark stuff to talk about, but it, it's not uncommon. You know, this needs to be exposed. There's dungeons all over the place. And some of the most holy and sacred places, in churches, mm-hmm. in the Vatican mm-hmm. areas, in, uh, in children's centers, it's very bad. Mm-hmm. Dude. It's very bad. Really, really sick. You know, the James Oliphant's <laughs> pizza gate parlor was just the tip of the spear. Uh, this, this is normal for these fucking guys, man, and it needs to be exposed more and more and interdicted. It seems like the DoD operation on November fourth, the blackout operation, was maybe tied into some some other uh, intelligence task force campaigns to take out these people. Uh, and and likewise, the Antifa thing was was similarly underwhelming. Uh, so the, the, what we thought was going to happen with the DoDs, like everyone's like, oh my god, it's a big false flag event. We're like, no, we think they're the good guys cleaning shit up. That seemed to take place, right? Mm-hmm. And th- mm. and then what we thought was Antifa going to fizzle out because you know it was total bullshit being propped up by Soros. It did. It happened that way in most cases. I think three of, three of their members were shot by an elderly gentleman. Each one of each one of them were killed because they were approaching him with crowbars and bats. You
0: know, mm.
1: you know how Antifa does. And it was a fascist, fighting fascist, fighting eighty-seven-year-old fascist who apparently <laughs> find back. Right. That's what's well, going down, man. Uh, is there anything you wanted to add, Corey, before we bring our guests on and get some of their perspective on recent events and, and maybe get into the topics of our show, which is going to be psychic protection and creating or manifesting so, certain entities or consciousness assistants, if you will, uh, or, or your well, own buddies?
0: I was away from media for, I don't know, 48 hours or something. I'm, I'm a little overwhelmed by all this stuff that's gone down. Uh, that you mentioned, I was not aware of the Texas shooting. Um, apparently, more arrests and things were made recently in that time period. So, um, man, things, it's going down. It's going down, and it's uh, it looks all kinds of ways on the outside, you know. And I was I was with a bunch of people over the weekend too. Um, you know, good folks, certainly, but uh, generally buy into the uh, the image that has been created around Donald Trump, focusing more on his personality and other other stuff that's been hyped up about him. Flack, I would say. Um, you know, my sense is that generally... Uh, I think the so-called deep staters allowed him to run because they were certain that he was going to lose as did Hillary was certain that she was going to win everyone was certain he was going to lose and uh now that he's in, he's wrecking
1: shop,
0: man. <laughs> yeah, and I, I
1: even so, even so, I had my doubts about him still uh, when he was meeting with the Saudi princes and the whole Sipsons thing. Yeah, had the picture yeah. of the globe and all that jazz. But yeah. you know, to see to see him meet with, a month before, and then all of a sudden, now they started this anti-corruption campaign in Saudi Arabia where they're wiping all the top people out. Uh, by the way, that Saudi prince not only controlled the media, but he was also a major major funder of international drug tra- trafficking which the intelligence agencies are so happy to get paid in order to administer or uh, in order to uh, control the flow of the drugs and, and uh, information and, and the wars and the guns and all these things that they're doing, and flows of and, power, which and family has people. control for this many years, and so on and so forth. Right, and people, don't forget. Yeah, yeah of course. Right. So, that, that's going down uh, without any further ado, let's go ahead and bring in John and Jared. Uh, I met these guys about a month and a half ago at the Medicine for the People event. It was a divinely ordained meeting, uh, sort of like a reconciliation of lost philosophers, if you will. Uh, so I, I don't, you know I'll, I'm not going to hold them to any description of, of mine. You know I just from what I met of these guys, they're extremely intelligent, extremely connected. They're on point. And at the same time, they're tapped into a bunch of ancillary or tangent uh, domains or realms, if you will, that are very important. So just like we are in what we tell our listeners to do by building your psychic skills, building your repertoire, if you will, or your resume for the next in-between lives or outside the body, you know what I mean, so you're prepared. Uh, Or even, you know, manifesting badass things and controlling the weather and doing all sorts of crazy shit, walking through walls. Whatever your goals are, in the body or out of the body, these guys are really deep, deep into the research on how to get started and some of this stuff, take back your personal power, so on and so forth. So for that, I respect them, and I I really am honored to have them on the show. Uh, John, Jared, are you guys with us?
2: Hello. Hello there.
1: Hey. John and Jared. Hey. Hey,
2: it's good to hear your voice. It it warms my heart Meets.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude, Corey, you're going to love these guys. They're super quirky like me. And uh, why don't you right, uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, just hit a few key points, what you're doing, what you're about, and maybe uh, if you want to tag team or jump into what we were talking about with the current event, or you can choose to jump right into our topic, which is uh, psychic protection and some other things. Just let us know.
2: Well, um, we, our names are John and Jared Sharp. We live together. Hello. Huh. Uh-huh. Um, our life goals are to basically ascend out of the karmic loop, and avoid the next reincarnation phase without our choice, which is what the majority of the folks here on Earth are unfortunately going to have to do unless they wake up.
1: (laughs) Now, just a point of clarification. You guys are referring to uh, the fake karmic or the fake arconic karmic system where you have no control of your reincarnation if you're somehow duped into it in between leaving the body. I think the Indians call this the wheel of dharma, the dharmic wheel. Is that right?
2: Correct. If you put a toe in, you get sucked right back in. (laughs) (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Um, But really, uh, we're on, a, I guess, a quest to collect the most effective spiritual techniques. I've been searching for about a decade or so and um, experimenting and just trying to find the most effective use of our human abilities because they are vast. And alternatively, trying to share that with people who are willing to listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Well, that number's growing every day, so you guys are, are in a warm regard with that. I, I, I'm almost surprised by the number of people who actually agree with me as regarding some of these formerly Yeah, this as ascension yeah. wave is,
2: is waking a lot of people up.
1: It really is. We talked about that in the well, last show. It's going to be there... weird
2: for people to hear, but that's really, I mean, there's no doubt how high everything is vibrating now. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: Corey, Corey and I were talking about two trains running alongside each other. Uh, one of them is just a natural, universal drive for truth to out itself, which nobody can really stop. And it may take 100 years, it may take a 1,000 years, but that truth will eventually be known. And then you've got the modulation train on the right. How fast can we make this known? How fast can we support or expose this truth based on our actions? And I think that train is almost surpassing, you know what I mean? It's, it's going into so many different fields of truth before it should Where's ready to be revealed. I, I think it's a great time to live right now, and I'm glad you guys agree. You're seeing the same stuff that I am. Well,
2: do you, we really appreciate being invited onto the show. <laughs> of course, yeah, it's an amazing platform. world,
1: your voice will be heard around the world. Whee!
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: well, well, um, a little bit,
2: if you want to jump right me. into the psychic self-defense, we don't have much yeah. to contribute on you know current events because we're kind of hermity.
1: As it were. Yeah. But you're reading my mind because I was going to suggest the same thing. I just took a look at the clock. We've been on for about 20 minutes now. Let's go ahead and jump in there. Um, we got through most of our current events. We now know who you are. Uh, for the most part, pretty much what we need to know about you anyways, which is that you're pretty cool, badass dudes that are on the right path <laughs> So tell us a little bit about what you've learned, and of course, you know, if you need to give credit where credit is due, uh, I'm a big fan of doing that. You know, I'm one of my mentors is Jonah Bay in the law field and other people. So
2: yeah, uh, free um, to do that.
1: Fire away. Just to, to
2: start off, the most important thing anyone can do to defend themselves is to increase your vibration, or some people call it your light quotient. So by increasing your vibration. Uh, For example, emotions all have their own unique vibratory rate. And lower emotions like sadness, frustration, anger, hatred, those are all low, low vibrating emotions. And so if your complex is vibrating at a very high rate, it's very hard for those emotions to last in your system for very long. And so doing, being intrinsically, intrinsically, connected to the collective conscious of the human race, you are single-handedly raising the vibration of the collective. And so it is of utmost importance for every individual to personally raise their vibration
1: as high as they possibly can. Words of truth, brother. And is this John or Jared? Oh, this is John. John, Okay. Uh, now, would you, and Jared, obviously, would you guys consider um, that maybe it's possible if you're being or vaccinated, chemtrailed, and GMO'd on a daily basis, is there going to be a little bit of a struggle or a little bit of a, some trouble reaching the full range of frequency of those emotions? So experiencing the full range of your positive emotions or maybe being pulled a little bit towards negative range of emotions uh, well, certainly is that that's, something that's that you guys exactly see is
2: what all those things are designed to do is to lower your vibration, and that's exactly. the point. You know, that's exactly what they're trying to do is keep your yeah. vibrations at a low, as low as possible to create to keep us as complacent sheeple, susceptible to illness, susceptible to programming by the system. And that's the, and that's the real power, the- that's the whole point of this is to, is to take back the individual's power from being externalized to realize that those things really don't have an effect on you when you realize that you are literally the universe, et cetera, you. you know what I mean?
1: So that was my next thing. Is so so then it's possible, if that is happening, to just take the shortcut and blast right through all that crap with intention and willpower and, and responsible psychic Precisely, Instead of
2: ascribing to the biology as, we, as we've been taught to live inside these three-dimensional constructs, it's possible instead to focus outside the hologram on the God source, become that, and ascend to that level outside of the time matrix and none of this will affect you in any case.
1: Now, I, I want to get Corey's point on this, too, but I was going to ask you one more question. Have both of you or either of you heard of the theory that uh, the body is basically a, a billions of times a second is just an, a self-organizing uh, flow of information and energy that's intermixing together and working together in sort of a symbiotic relationship to present a certain image, and if the belief is so fixed that this is your body, this is what you look like for that entirety of your physical life, well then that information and that flow or that organization really stays the same. It's your self-image, and it even persists into, outside the body, your self-image persists from past lives uh, from time to time. So is it possible, do you think, if somebody had enough time, I'm asking stupid rhetorical questions that I already know the answer to, but just to, like, deliver it, like an education to a small child, when you're trying to teach them something. Um, is it possible to someday, maybe, just exist as a flow of energy and information, or perhaps keep the same body, like Toth and Baba G and all these other people that have lived in the same body for thousands of years? Do You guys believe that? Of course,
2: that it's possible? of course, it is possible. You can. It, is that I your mean, goal? If you think of mass and matter, you're thinking about it wrong because each individual atom is a torsion field, a torus. Yep. Like, yeah, the, com- the common model know. of the atom of being a, a ball with a bunch of balls flying around it is completely false. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like the the particle
1: field, and like wave... It's, it's particle and wave right. fields that are constantly fluctuating. It looks like a sea of just bubbly, just popping... Right, bubbly well, stuff.
2: specifically uh, a, a torsion donut, like a, a, a toroid field, specifically. is what each atom, each molecule every single person, every single planet, galaxy, star has a donut-shaped torsion magnetic field around it.
1: Correct, and that's, it, that's, the, that's the nature of the uh, long-term soul memory, by the way. The memory of the soul is passed from lifetime to lifetime in incarnation, incarnation, electromagnetically. And also what I would say is this. Have you guys ever heard of water cavitation? What, what occurs naturally after a propeller in the water? Uh, bubbles are formed yeah, and then yeah. they instantly implode. and stuff. They implode into the form of, into the null zone of a torus. They form toruses as they're imploding, and there's uh, the bioluminescent or the biophotonic phenomena of the human cells or the body of the atoms, if you will, have been shown to be quantum cavitating, for lack of a better uh, construct term. They're literally popping in and out of existence into these different little flows and states of information. So many times, pop, 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 just constantly updating and flowing and there's these loops and patterns you know, and things like that can, that can also be integrated into the system. But that's the nature of consciousness itself. That's the nature of the human body. And there's a, there's a guy that actually recorded the speed of consciousness or what we can record at at is about 239,000 miles per hour, uh, million miles per hour, excuse me, supposedly, which is fucking crazy. But they've done tests, guys. I don't know if you've heard about this. I'm going to get Corey to jump in in a second. We'll move on. But they've done tests that show the psychic power of the of the mind is just fucking phenomenal. This guy has his high speed camera, and he recorded uh, a Japanese master, I think a 10th Dan or 11th Dan a grand master of some sort of esoteric uh, internal art up in the mountains in, uh, I forget where it's at, uh, Fujian province or something like that. This guy was reportedly able to disappear from sight and reappear Uh, at will. uh, You know what I mean? But they took a fucking high-speed camera in there, and guess what? The student and the master are facing off in a typical, you know, stance, pose against each other, whatever, and all of a sudden, the master disappears to the the naked eye and reappears turned around behind the practitioner and taps him on the shoulder, Uh, and everybody's like, uh, you know what I mean? uh, And then they go, and they review the high-speed camera, and it shows the fucking master. This got taken down from YouTube like three years ago. I saw it myself fucking crazy, and I didn't see any evidence of CGI or anything like that. He, he like, squats down, crawls on all fours below the guy's fucking knees, like, in between his legs, stands up, turns around, and then taps him on the shoulder. You know, stands there for, like, a minute, and then taps him on the shoulder. So, what he's basically done is integrated the physical matter of his body into his will, or willpower of consciousness, to such an extent that he can protect, somehow he can protect his organization of molecules and basically the way his internal organs are shifted, um, from experiencing the kinetic trauma or of that inertial move, I guess, that's the only way that I can really he's sort of cushioning somehow or dampening the inertial effect that you would have if you moved that fast. You know what I mean? So
2: Well think think of it more yeah. of like electromagnetic levitation like or travel. Gravity be nullified because you're in your own little yeah. gravitational bubble. inside your
1: bubble. Mm. I mean, yeah, so that mm. makes more sense, but it's still a dampening field, and I, I appreciate that. So, Corey, what do you think about all this crazy stuff here, or normal stuff, <clears> I should <throat> say? And then let's move back into some psychic protection techniques that we've got these, uh, these wizards. Yeah you things. you mentioned uh you mentioned the frequency or the, like, the speed of consciousness. It sounds
0: uh, similar to something that I heard that. Uh, that uh, energy itself, existence itself is, is basically vibrating at this extremely high frequency rate. And that we're only perceiving a lower range right. That. And it seems like the, 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 uh, the, uh, the Japanese master that you mentioned, it seems like he can you know he's familiar with what that frequency rate is, and you know, if you could vibrate to that rate, probably not only can you uh you know you could probably pass through solid matter right because you're just you're vibrating at the frequency of the the wall and the air and and everything, as well as that probably has some effect on time as well. It probably has some negating effect on time itself because this frequency rate, some astronomical number, um, is way faster than the speed of light itself. So, um, you know, all of it... So my understanding is that all of existence has this one particular incredibly high-frequency vibratory rates, thought, light, physical matter, all of these things, and that I would venture to guess that if you could align yourself in that frequency, then you can pretty much
1: manifest anything you want in
0: the 3D world and
1: otherwise. Yeah, anything's possible. I totally agree with you, and nobody will ever convince me that I'm being too esoteric or too speculative. When you have Stan Lee's superhumans coming out on the History Channel and these other channels, you got like a Mm. Chi Master that's like putting an entire herd of fucking aggressive bison to sleep, you know, and he's like, Mm. oh, and uh, the further back away I go from them, the stronger the effect gets. Obviously, that's not something you typically see with regards to power over distance. Power transmission over distance typically means there's some sort of loss, not a gain. So, whatever he's doing is is somehow using a reversal of typical organized physics that we have learned or learned how to manipulate. And uh, there's just so much more in this field and these other fields to learn. And I think that the information will naturally gravitate towards you or flow towards you at each level that you step up. It will naturally come or become available to you. John and Jerry, what do you guys think about all that? And maybe just after this, jump into some actual tangible techniques for psychic protection, if you will.
2: Well, yeah, um, for example, one thing you got to think of is, is how you think about things will be how you experience them. Like, for example, if your goal was to pass through a wall, you have to first realize that the wall is not solid. It's, in fact, energy fields that appear solid. And so you get around the hologram with air quotes, <laughs> but... He's right. Everything vibrates, and and the whole construct, the whole holographic construct that we experience has a resonant frequency, yes, and it is very high. So if you were to be able to resonate at the resonant frequency, or for other terms, ascend to raise Mm -hmm. the frequency above that of the hologram, you would no longer experience the effect of the hologram. Mm -hmm. I.e., instant manifestation, you know, no effect time, et cetera et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, Immortality, blah, blah, blah. But uh, just to jump right into a technique that's the same mindset you have to have, you have to understand that your thoughts literally affect reality. And so you have to understand that. You have to internalize that. You have to know that when you empower a thought with your will, that it is, and that it is a thing. Thoughts are things. Yeah, it's one of the biggest lies, I think. This is Jared, by the way. Hello. I think that, that we've been taught, as, even from children, is that our imagination is simply our imagination. It's just in our head. Mm-hmm. I think that is one of the biggest um, diffusers of power we've ever been fed in our lives, because your imagination literally allows you to shape, create, and edit the hologram at will, if you know how to do mm-hmm. it properly.
1: Mm-hmm. Did you guys... Uh, and you're dropping so many truth bombs here, and we've touched on a lot of what you talked about before, this war on children's consciousness to condition them out of being able to manifest because a child is in a natural, universal, innocent state. They're in a natural balance. They make friends very easily. They're very accepting. They don't judge for the most part. Yes, children have squabbles, but that's mostly reflected in their behavior from our shitty culture. Um, but in their natural state before conditioning and before they're taught your imaginary friend is not real, yada, 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 uh, they have the ability to shape their, their consciousness uh, experience in this lifetime and the, the actual matter around them. And we, we've actually mentioned in the past the uh, China's psychic children, which were basically mm-hmm, yeah. genocided and eradicated after the uh, results were shown that uh, these kids had so much power in the group, in the study group together. They had so much power that if they all decided to join together, they could literally erase every single gun, tank, warship, aircraft, missile system, everything from the planet immediately at will. And so they were all killed because China didn't want to lose billions of dollars. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, well, after they extracted all the ability, the techniques. Basically, they had these children exhibit techniques like reading from different parts of their body, so they could. They put a page of a book, or even the closed book, up on their foot, and they'd be able to read, you know what I mean, yeah. certain pages and shit like that. Yeah. And yeah, they described well. closing They described closing their eyes, and when they closed their eyes and got into the trance state, they could see, essentially, the Akashic records were pulled up for them on what were known as uh, TV screens. They looked like TV screens. And it's funny, a lot of psychics describe seeing sort of like a computer screen or a TV screen. A lot yeah. of uh, people who, who uh, see the future and are clairvoyant and so on and so forth. And then, you know, you've got, if you turn around while you're in the state or in a DNT state or trip or whatever, everybody goes forward. You know what I mean? But if you fucking turn around, and Corey and I have talked about this before, it, it's going to be one of the most unco- unfathomable, fathomable, excuse me, I'm having a hard time with some these words today. Um, I've got like three hours to speak that. Unfathomable. look, somebody say it for me say it for me.
2: Unfathomable. Unfathomable. Thank you.
1: <laughs> Correct my silly, crazy speech. Basically, it's, it's unconceivable what you see when you do that type of thing. You understand? So the consciousness is just so fucking powerful. It's so quick. It's so unrestricted. And it's so instant if you really know how to do it right and draw from different sources of power. Well, yeah,
2: your subconscious, quote unquote, knows what your conscious mind is going to think. Up to six seconds before you consciously think it. Isn't that amazing? Mm. That's great. Well, just to,
0: <clears throat> you know, to play on that. That, that, that oh, kind of oh, reminds sorry. me of. Kind of reminds me of. I forgot where I heard of it, and it's probably not a not an uncommon supposition in in the realms that we dwell in. But that uh, at some point in time. Human beings were capable of, you know, generally uh, naturally capable of uh, tapping into this uh, high-frequency uh, state to the point where they basically were godlike. They had the ability to infinite to instantly manifest and. Um, you know, I've heard said that a lot of the pyramids and a lot of the things that just seem remarkable uh, achievements that, you know, we probably couldn't, we can't really figure out how how it was done technologically. Uh, But that these things were created by beings who were, yeah, they were so advanced, and that somehow there was a degradation, right? And so you've probably heard me joke about you know, I'm kind of glad that I personally don't have the ability to infinitely manifest because, in my imperfection, I have some whack thoughts from time to time. So, <laughs> some <laughs> you of know, are you know. Are you know some <laughs> of: yeah, exactly. Exactly. But,
1: so, but, hey, I wanted so to jump in real quick. Uh, you read yeah. my mind. I was literally thinking, oh, shit, we forgot to mention the pyramid news in current events. And then Corey starts uh, talking about the pyramid, talking about frequency right there. They found... Sure, everybody in the know in the secret occult groups knew about this way before thousands of years ago. But they just air quote, found a large newly discovered chamber in the Great Pyramid. Mm. And I've always said it's a microwave generating uh, device and also a soul traveling device. It was a multi purpose center, it's like a healing center for healing, for energizing. That's what the sarcophagus was for, and it was also for sending them on a dmt like trip across the universe to learn esoteric ancient knowledge and galactic knowledge, and at the same time, sending energy back and forth to different pyramids across the galaxy to their star brethren um, using these pyramids. So uh, I just wanted to break into that real quick, and I didn't mean to interrupt, but uh, please continue, guys, with what your thoughts were. Oh, no, that's,
2: uh, yeah, that's all really fascinating. The pyramids, um, obviously, are situated on ley lines, and that powers... You know, all kinds of stuff. They point directly at the constellation that they're shaped in, the Pleiades, I believe. Or Sirius? Uh, Orion? If I'm not Orion.
1: There, Orion.
2: Yeah. Yeah, sorry. You know, any number yeah. of those constellations. <laughs> now, here's, yeah. here's the other and, thing. And all, all the, the way, all know, way up the Nile. All the way they, up the Nile. Were they were
1: they, they pointed at Orion originally? Or were <laughs> they pointed at uh, Cygnus or something else? You know what I mean? Like, were they, back in that day, where were the stars located? That's where we got to know. Right.
2: Yeah, right. right. Retro would she, would she astrological be, chart that shit. Right. So right, which Basically, would give you a the, date The point we're making, guys,
1: is that the consciousness is infinite, the consciousness is powerful, and there are some techniques and tools, and the first step is really to integrate with your God self, recognize you are God, stop externalizing your prayers, stop externalizing your thoughts, make sure that they are internally in line with what your moral intent is for living this life, right? And that's something that has to be done on a daily basis in order to see results. So I, I know there's yes. ways to get power uh, from planetary sources, like to draw, just manifest power to do something that would normally take months. But when it comes to things like evolving your consciousness or creating a tool like we were going to talk about later in the show, I do agree that there's some things that you just have to sort of take the time on. Um, but here's the thing. You're not only just doing this by yourself. You're actively being resisted by negative influential forces on the planet. So to give up two days after you try to manifest, like, oh, these guys are talking about how my consciousness can do anything. Well, I want to I wanna do this, so I'm going to try it. Oh, it didn't work. God dang it. Fucking guys are liars. <laughs> or, oh, I'm so down on myself. I feel so bad. I'm shitty. Why can't I do this? Blah, blah, blah. Anything that could happen to you, you just need to realize you got to keep building your momentum. Build that initial charge. got to charge up your battery so you can make it far enough past this rubber band that you can snap it. This stupid fucking child satanic pedophilia network-fed energy network that's been overlaid over all the ley lines on this planet that have for thousands of years been used for good, and now they've been used for bad for the past couple of thousand. Uh, so you've got to break through that both personally and on a uh, collective level before you actually start getting these abilities, before you're able to bust out of your physical and etheric implants as well, which are designed... Uh, you know, not only your conditioning, social conditioning, but these actual implants in your soul matrix and your chakra systems and so on and so forth, which are designed to limit you to a certain frequency. Now, when you bust out of those, it comes with accepting your past trauma. You've got to, like, be ready for an influx of shit happening in your life and not get trapped in that archonic little crap. Because the archons are like, oh, this guy's trying to raise another level. Well, we know that when people raise levels, they often discard a lot of their old baggage and shit, and most people mistake the, that discardation for horrible tragedy in their life. So we're going to go ahead and manipulate and play on the emotions to the best extent that we can and get this guy to go drink alcohol or kill himself or do whatever we can possibly influence this guy at this crucial stage of his life where he should be trying to focus on coming back out into the psychic power. right? So my whole point is, yeah. if you guys describe some techniques here in a, in a couple of minutes, uh, that cer- that don't work for certain people, keep trying, keep building, keep intending, keep manifesting, because you've got to break out of the certain base level bullshit that you're stuck in first. So that, I just want to yeah, give it's that like, Yeah, it's off. like
2: the concept of a of a seed. Like, you can't see it growing beneath the surface, but if you give up on it after a couple days, it could have been just about to germinate, but then you gave up on it, and you never saw it erupt from the surface of the soil. That's right. Mm. So don't give up. Always, I mean, that's the thing. Doubt is uh, is what cancels your self-programming. Like, when you start to doubt what you are doing, you basically just send the cancel code through your subconscious. Mm. And that's what this entire hologram is designed to do. Everybody respond you to code the, uh,
1: and command. Designed to respond oh, right to information. In Continue, please. I apologize. I was just saying... Oh, I'm, I sorry. I'm sorry.
2: I missed what you said.
1: I was saying it's designed... Yes, it's designed to res- respond to codes and commands.
2: Right, right. So that's what we're going to do. What so What you do is first... I mean, this is... Just- it's fun. you got to approach this with fun and with a light heart because it is fun. You're able to take control of your situation. It's real magic. This is real magic. It the is. keys of magic, there's only three, is emotion, and by emotion I mean passion, the strongest emotion you can possibly generate, the strongest ones being love and gratitude but passion, you have to have the flame of passion in your gut in order to activate all of those bits in your brain the second is imagination or imaging, creating an image, and that includes all five senses, when people think image they just think of the first you know, of sight, but no Imagining or visualizing includes all five senses. You gotta hear it. You gotta taste it. You gotta feel it. You gotta see it, and you gotta smell it.
1: You gotta be careful the with the third your most important. The third pillar of creating
2: it. is feeling. You have to be able to feel the sensations and feelings that your visualization is now. Not that it might be, or it will be, or it could be, or maybe in the future. But that it already it is, and you feel, feel that to, shit.
1: To feel what it feels like to have that thing manifest already. What does that yeah. experience feel like? You must feel it and be it in order for it to come into existence, correct? Uh, and that's really what I mean by
2: this takes time, because most this is a skill. Visualizing and generating emotions in order, to your order, is a skill that takes practice. You're not going to just be uh-huh. like, snap, bam, I can do this, no problem. You're going to come up uh, uh, hey, There are always
1: exceptions blocks. to the rule, bro. There's always exceptions to the rule. But, of yes, course, I agree course, with you. 90% of them but will not be able to do that. Some of us are Definitely. just badasses. You guys, yeah,
2: some people are. <laughs> yeah. so you guys <laughs> tell you are on you what? the
1: list. You're on the
0: list. I want to talk to – I want to speak to uh, – you guys mentioned doubt and how it's an integral uh, part of the programming. And also along the lines of, you know, the absolute, like, abhorrent, uh, oh, it's just your imagination. You know, in terms of little kids, the, the sort of, uh, the, uh, well, the very word adult. When you mm-hmm. adulterate something, you make it impure.
2: Yeah, so you fuck be- it up.
0: <laughs> so becoming an adult means... You have just lost your, you have lost what you came into the world with.
2: Okay? Well, uh, yeah, know. I agree. And what's interesting about children is that before you reach age seven, you are vibrant, your, your brain is functioning in theta waves. So you're literally walking around Net- an open source computer just being constantly programmed by everything yeah. you you see, hear, smell, experience. Until you Correct. turn seven, your brain is in program mode. Right. Right. It's so, so you got to teach them so much.
1: You got to teach them the skills that are necessary to form their own beliefs during that time. So if you program them to have the master code of having a great experience and just leave all the other shit to the wayside and leave out the conditioning, they will be the master of their experience at that after that switch over. You know what I mean, genetically. So that's I, I okay. think that's a very important point that you brought up is susceptible these children are really. I mean, because people, oh, children are programmable well, they will they'll mimic, they'll mimic and replicate what you do and blah, blah, blah. You know, people know this. But they don't really know how important it is to not fuck up your children, even though that's self no. explanatory. It's mm. like every single thing you are literally doing and saying, for the most part, in any old paradigm instance out there is fucking up your children for life. Your program is and I say- restricting them. And dare I say, thinking or feeling in their okay. presence. Okay. So l- let's go here. Let's say this. Is it fair to say that you've got to come into your God self first and be in that meditative state or energetic state before you try these things if you want success? I would say yes, right?
2: L- uh, yeah. The thing is, if people have a problem with this, all you have to do is be able to take, go outside yourself for a few minutes. If you have doubts just put them aside until you finish with your meditation. You can doubt all you want afterwards, but as mm-hmm. long as you don't doubt during the process. and that's important, The, so the old more you do try. it, the less you will eventually doubt it,
1: mm-hmm.
2: if you have a problem with that.
1: Yeah, so you would do that first and get in that state, if I'm not mistaken what you guys are talking about here. And then the next step is a, is an activating of three different components. You've got to have three different domains brought together and each of those you're participating in to create the whole manifestation that you want a visualization and what were those again guys if you give those three
2: uh we I call it the three pillars the uh three just pillars. for my research and learning and it, it's really the simplest way to to learn it is emotion image and feeling emotion uh-huh. being passion passionate emotion like unbridled Joy, like weeping with joy almost. Ecstasy would be a better way to describe it. That's mm-hmm. the most important, because that no. fuels the whole thing.
1: Now, the no, motor. You. There you joy. go. Sorry. There you go. That's the fuel. So that's what I wanted to talk about. So that first step, the emotion, when you are in an argument and you get that emotion, that rush, it fuels irrationality. It fuels you into a different state. So I know this for a fact that this is true, what you guys are saying, this is the way to do it. So now you get into the particular state that you described, which is ec- ecstatic. What sort of other act would you describe that has a similar result uh, that people often abuse and misuse with each other?
2: Well, um, traditionally, ecstatic uh, ec- ecstasy was reached through ecstatic dance and drumming. You know, um, so, obviously, and then through, drugs evolved yeah. in the entheogenic drugs evolved. Uh, well, we we learned how to use them, and um, that was, was that used awesome? to change your perspective and enable you to experience the the higher the the extreme emotion that you need to power construction
1: so what happens when you create a child and that sperm and all that stuff where do you think the sperm and the zinc in the sperm is getting its energy from it's getting it from that emotional ecstatic moment that a moment of pure conscious unconsciousness and so to almost read an or- reach an orgasmic state, or the easiest way, the reason I bring this up is it, people masturbate, okay? Let's just fucking get real with it. People have sex, they mm-hmm. masturbate. And they oftentimes, if not every time, throw away their energy. I had a very uh, awkward turtle moment yesterday on Facebook with one of my friends. Uh, my, I'm very bad at Facebooking. But uh, one of my friends had updated their cover photo and looked very sexy, right? And looked very, you know, my wife agreed. Hey, very sexy. And then right under it was a yoni meme, like a a power meme, like, this is actual footage of me um, converting all my sexual energy to achieve my life goals instead of wasting them in purely physical relationships. I think Jennifer Ann, one of my friends on Facebook, was the perpetuator of that meme, but it's like... A, a anime picture of this girl flying up in the air with like a light beam coming out of her yoni as powerful as it could be.
2: <laughs> so I made a silly
1: comment and I said, oh, I figured you for an onker because people who are awake are naturally onking, that's what it's called, onking your energy, your orgasm energy into manifesting your life goals or whatever. And I accidentally commented on the wrong... Uh, on the wrong photo, and it was a very awkward turtle moment because I that person that I commented about onking and orgasms had posted a photo that had nothing to do with that whatsoever. And I was talking about <laughs> <that>. <laughs> it, it, it's funny because people do it like you're not you talk about it as much as you want, people aren't going to stop masturbating, they're not going to stop orgasming. So you might as well put that energy to use. And the reason I went off on this tangent is because I, I feel that you guys are breaking this down into very simple steps that now we just need to adapt to everybody's daily life until they can get out of that lifestyle and start adopting healthy habits. And you, know, they may be healthy already, but these are extra tools for those people then that could then use this in their daily life. It's like, oh, I masturbate every day or every other day or seven times a day or whatever. Shit, that's a lot of chances for manifestation. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for them to then integrate the second two pillars, because of course we don't want to just do the first and go, oh, I'm done, okay, great. You know, In that mm-hmm. moment, to have that that focused intent and not get lost in the sauce, so to speak, Uh, but but to have a Uh, second and the third pillar, I think that's a super powerful way of telling people uh, how they can get started right away with this type of stuff. So what do you think about that? And then maybe describe the second and third pillar some more, please, before I...
2: Okay, yeah. Let me just say one more thing about masturbation. If you're using it to create, the danger with masturbation is your mind cannot stray from your image. Uh-huh. because if you're thinking about a bunch of dirty things and also trying to create you've just muddled your creation with a bunch of and that's that's the problem with actively creating with quote unquote sex magic because if, for lack of a better term this used to be referred to as magic the uh-huh. ability to create that's but it. So just, just that as a caveat, you know, if you're going to try actively to create... But if you're going to internalize the energy and not create specific outcomes, that's a much safer route to go until you get the hang of that.
1: I'm so glad that I got you guys on the show here. Yeah, It's a good opposing view, and we actually talked about this on sex and emotions and relationships. We In one of our past episodes, we talked about going into the blank slate mode, which is one of the hardest things to grasp and hang on to. It's like trying to ride a bull when you're masturbating, because naughty things naturally actually come up for most people. So that's you cool. got to like blank slate that's the whole time, except your blank slate is then painted as you're going through the process with your intent and the other two pillars. So, thank you for bringing that um, counterpoint. Um, I think that's super valuable. And so, well,
2: yeah, and at first, what, what we come away with you're, essentially you're, is you're what masturbating we come away with about a car or whatever you're trying <laughs> to make. It's pretty funny. Oh, God, uh,
1: that's so sexy. Yeah. So the
2: well, uh, anyway, it might to not be good for pillars.
1: most. It might not oh, sorry, be good what? for most most people. Uh, I'll I'll retract it. Some people who are already aware I suggest the sexual route too because it's something that I've been using personally and I've gotten over the uh, the hampering of having these other images and stuff pop up. So it works for me. Um so yes, please let's move on to the second pillar. Thank you for that.
2: Yeah, it just takes training. That's all. You just practice. Um okay, anyway, the uh the uh, the second pillar is image or imagination. And that includes or you know, some people call it visualization. It includes all five senses. So you just make sure that you have engaged all five in your image. You know, see it, taste it, smell it, hear it, feel it, sniff it, whatever. You know, all of them. Make it as real as possible. And that's that's, that's paramount. Because you're trying you're, to program the subconscious, you need to be able to present an image that is just as real as if your eyes were open. Mm-hmm. So to get that straight. Imagination is the vivid recreation of of real life in your mind.
1: So, you guys, you guys have heard, I'm sure, that there is a specific part of the brain that is directly responsible. Uh, it ties in with the pineal gland, but I think it's the neo part of the neocortex, the thinking brain, or something analytical, brain, something. Uh, and it is directly responsible for creating visual images while the eyes are closed. Now. What TV does, and what Internet does, and what movies do, is they put it into a state of uh, atrophy. You know what I mean? You wake up from a coma coma seven years later, and you can't move your arms because you haven't used them. So that is why it's so difficult for people to hold on to a singular thought for even seven goddamn seconds, let alone create a visual image with their eyes closed that is just as real as if their eyes were open. So mm-hmm. that is going to take, it's very tricky, but you know, some of these Tibetan monks have it down pat, uh, where they do the, they create the mandala inside their minds first, and then they put it on representation and sand. And then yeah. also, you know, they're, they're awake, they're, they're conscious 24-7. Like when they go to sleep, they're up and about lucid dreaming, you know what I mean, creating stuff. And yeah. then they come back to their body, they eat, they pray, They whatever, they go back to sleep, and then voila, they're doing it again. So for somebody to be able to achieve this type of state for just a few minutes is, is really, in all, for all intents and purposes, it's a miracle in today's day and age. This is, you guys are really giving away secrets to a miracle. So uh, I won't interrupt you again. <laughs> Please continue with the second Oh, pillar. no, no, no,
2: no. <laughs> it, 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 this, yeah. stuff, this really is. It's, just, it's so simple, and this is, this is how it works. It's so simple. <laughs> but uh, this, the third pillar of creation is feeling. You have to be able to generate the sensations and feelings of the image that you're generating being now, happening to you right now, and how amazingly good it feels. Like, for example, I'll give you, I'll give you a prime example of how quickly this can work. I was teaching some students how to, how to pray, quote, creation is, you know, whatever. Anyway, so my, my example was a teddy bear, so it's like if you're trying to manifest a teddy bear, you taste it, you feel it, you give it a hug. You're so happy it's in your arms right now. And I went through the whole thing, and as soon as I finished my sentence, a girl walked into my room with a teddy bear pinned on her A Teddy chest. bear,
1: yeah, you no, it was
2: hilarious. I mean, if I you do, want to have quickly, Corey. It'll work,
1: Corey. Mm-hmm. I I totally believe him. I I I believe you with no evidence whatsoever because I had a similar thing happen, and I'm sure most of you guys have out there. That's something similar. You just got to recognize it and accept it when it happens. So, were you also
0: also to that to that point? I just my first reaction was no way, right? Isn't that that
1: why I brought that up? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So another thing that I noticed too is that um, even in our even in our world, right, we're we're exploring all of these incredible uh, possibilities and capabilities that in my view, are actually innate to people, but they've been, you know, sublimated, dumbed down, whatever. Uh, but even in, even, uh, even amongst our ilk, there's still this astonishment, and almost disbelief, when we actually get results. Yeah. Right. Even if you, you know it, it can kind Holy oh,
2: shit, it worked! It, oh my God, oh, I don't shit. believe that it worked.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, There's a difference between a a certain level of uh, astonishment or disbelief and an honoring of the process. Like, oh, yes, it's, you know, it's, you know, wow.
1: You know, it's really
0: great. We can do this. But I I know that I catch myself in, uh, you know, it's great to acknowledge when you create miracles or when miracles happen. It's great to acknowledge it. But I'm looking to get to, to the place where, it's just normal it's just right that's my expectation that's my goal yep. that's my will i do my work and i get the outcome and it's no
1: big deal because that's the way it is right it's the
2: hologram to be. bends to your very whim and right i think
1: that i think that's by getting I'm rid of myself by getting rid of that um, incredulous, incredulous attitude or by yes. completely extinguishing that i think that's sort of like one of the last steps to being consistently successful at these techniques i mean you might have success obviously because now you can't believe it but right. to be consistent you're gonna to have to get over that hump and i, I also wanted to mention uh, Corey, do you remember my make dollars want you example where i was living on the, i will tell this to john and jared you guys i was living on the farm uh in salina texas for a while just doing my own thing and i had about seven or eight months to do nothing but meditate and research and work with the land which is an awesome experience. I walked barefoot every day, basically, with uh, no shirt, all that stuff. I had lots of sunlight. Mm-hmm. I was at the top of my light quotient for, for that period of my life, to use your uh, well-described words. Uh, anyways, I came across this spam email, of course, in my spam folder of all places. And it was like, learn the skills of manifestation. Learn how to make dollars want you today. Mm-hmm. And I was like, want me, what, like sexually, and so I started thinking about <laughs> Interesting, ironically enough, the feeling of what it would feel like for a dollar to be making love to me, and like that, how is that possible, that's weird but I'm going to go ahead and think about that and as soon as I did that, 20 seconds later 20 seconds later all of a sudden the doorbell rings and there's a, a neighbor, uh, and the neighbor's daughter I believe who is holding a baby and she was just waving a $20 bill in my face, saying, hey, I've got to go uh, to this appointment at the – I think it was she was uh, applying for a job at a children's center, the only one in our small town. And her truck wasn't working. And so I gave her a ride. She was asking me for a ride. She's like, here's $20, like waving it in my face. before I, Like literally, I open the door and the $20 are in my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, it's
2: awesome.
1: so, man. so it's totally yeah. real. I, I will, Nobody yeah. will ever convince me it's not. So thank you for yes. that. So that's the third pillar is to like – Bring it into actual existence through your feeling, your tasting, your sensory uh, imagination, if you will, and then sensory experience. Now, what was this? you want to recap on the second pillar for us if you can, Maybe describe some more on that, please?
2: Yeah, um, first pillar being emotion, passion, passion, and emotion, uh, ecstatic joy. Second pillar being gratitude, right. imagination. So creating the image with all five senses. The third pillar being, feeling it in the now with the sensations that it would feel like now. So So they're all interrelated because they all work together, but
1: you've got got to break them down
2: into three different things like that.
1: Yeah, you've got the fuel source, and then you've got the direction set up of where you're going to expend that energy, where you're going to shoot it off to. Yes, the fuel,
2: the the skeleton, the direction, and then the third pillar
1: is really
2: the the driving force, like the ignition switch
1: the actual manifestation or expression into the physical world, what does that actually, what results, tangible results result from? Yes. Or how is the actual effect being applied on the environment or your consciousness? Mm-hmm. Okay. And you
2: got to think, we experience everything from now to then in, in a quote-unquote linear fashion. Uh, the higher you vibrate, everything's experienced at the same time. And so in That's order right. to create, you create from the future and experience it as now, and that's how it comes down the pipes as now. Right. But it can't right. it can come to you from the past.
1: These guys right. have, you've heard of time-reversed loops, how they've actually determined how time travel to the past can be possible. This is sort yes. of an antithesis to that for future forward-thinking producing present results. It's almost, almost impossible for most people to grasp But I'm glad you touched on it, because it's an actual physics phenomenon that's being studied, or theorized, I should say, not studied. But most of these theories that usually are presented in this way end up being proven true or factually correct in some manner along the lines down the next couple years. We all know science is a dogma, and it takes fucking forever to get a half-truth out, you know, and then independent researchers will then confirm it and expound upon it through their own practice. But... Uh, regardless, I think that's an important point to note: is that your future, your future acts are are manifesting themselves into the present because of the way this works when you get to a certain level. So I think that's a and You can
2: benefit. hijack that. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. So you hack it, hack yourself. Yes. Don't go fuck yourself. Go hack yourself.
2: Self-hacking.
1: <laughs> Cool. Um, so what
2: else Well, do you, do you want to talk about the protection part, or do we have time?
1: Yeah, we got, we got a little bit of time here, maybe like five more minutes. If you guys want to jump into – we were originally going to talk about maybe uh, doing some offensive learning, so like uh, techniques for offense. I, I see creating a tulpa – and by the way, listeners, a tulpa uh, – I've heard of this and studied this before, and uh, John and Jared had the wonderful idea to bring it up today – uh, it is basically a creation of your consciousness that acts separately from you, as if it was, and for all intents and purposes, really is a separate person, a separate entity with its own thought, its own feelings, its own learning, its own growth, its own reasoning, its own experiences. And yeah, you could, you know, you're getting into dangerous territory with schizophrenia and stuff for certain people who don't know how to do this shit properly. But it's a friend you make for life essentially. It's it's a an individuation or a break-off of uh, of who you could have been or who you could have been or are in some other realm. You're replicating that. And obviously, most of the times, it's for an intent or a purpose, a specific intent or purpose. Uh, my, If I were to do something like this, my intent and purpose would be something that... Um, I, you know, people are like, oh, I want my topo to share my values and blah, blah, blah. I don't necessarily want that. I just want... Whatever the most fast efficient, you know, I know we're talking in terms of linear time here. The most fast efficient way that we can get rid of this negativity, or I shouldn't say get rid of, alchemize this negativity on our planet that's been forced to unprecedented unprecedented levels above what naturally occurs, to get rid of this or to alchemize it in a in a fast efficient manner now. Like I don't want to fucking wait for these douchebags to be exposed now, I and mean, it is happening now. I see the avalanche is falling on these people right now, but. That is what I would create, and I would leave that tulpa to be free, to roam, to do whatever it wanted within the bounds of moral decency, universal godhood, moral decency, whatever the golden rules that we all understand and love, uh, within those bounds, to go ahead and and target that shit. That's what I would do, personally. What would you guys do if you were to create a tulpa, one by one? Maybe all of you, Corey, uh, John, and Jared, if you would, please.
2: Oh, sure. Um... Well, there, there's innumerable things. You could, if you can imagine it, they can do it, literally, anything you can imagine. Your your imagination is the limit of what they could do. Um, I don't want to give away any specifics because I have lots of crazy thoughts that uh I better keep to myself for now. But for an example...
1: Proprietary... Um,
2: <laughs> like you said, use a tulpa to transmute the negativity. Use a well, use a thought form, however you want to call it. Use a uh, a fragment. Some people call it to literally function as a, as a transducer, uh, uh, and an al- like you said, an alchemizing agent, a a um, what's the word? A catalyst wow. that just is not changed of itself by interacting with the darkness, but instead changes it to a higher vibrating frequency.
1: Yeah. Well, it's, I I have to admit on air, I've created one of these. At the last time I was attacked, my natural response was to create either a thought form or a tool. I, I actually had the power in me to create that. Um, at that point, I was attacked and my, my all my organs were shutting down. I think I described this to you guys or somebody else um, in addition to on the air. All my organs felt felt like they were shutting down one by one. It was a horrible feeling. I felt literally like I was about to pass out, fall over, and die and be done with. I was like, no, not like this. Fuck this. And I started redirecting the energy back to whoever was sending it to me. And when I found, like, it, my consciousness was like, bing, like pinpointed. It's coming from here. You know, I didn't, oh, it's not Australia or whatever. It's coming from some location is what I found. <clears throat> and when I went there, when I went there, there was a group of hooded figures standing around in a circle doing all the dirty, nasty chanting and whatever. And my natural instinctive response as this, thought form or as this projection or even as an astral projection. I really can't put my finger on what I really did at this point. Whatever I did do was using humor to alchemize their negativity by uh, shitting on their face and stomping on their Mm -hmm. toes and pulling on their ears and, like, poking my finger inside of their mouth and, like, up their Mm -hmm. nose like you would, like, grab somebody by the nose with two fingers and doing that and shit like that and actually physically seeing their nose shift. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, that right. was what I instinctively did as a uh, retaliation, if you will, against that attack, and it stopped instantly. What's weird is I didn't see them react. You know, I didn't see them react like you would if you stomped on somebody's toe or kick them in the nuts or whatever. But I, I, I saw, like, a furrowing of the brow, uh, breaks in con- concentration, stopping of the chanting uh-huh. rhythmic, stuff like that. So it was very weird to be like, "Is this? Yeah, is this me? Is this? Is it working?" So I just wanted to share that with you guys, and then maybe anything else that you wanted to drop before we end the show here. Yeah, let me mention something
0: about the about the tulpa. We were speaking about uh, incredulity uh, with, with regards to our own beliefs. It's just coming to me now that the very process of creating a topa, right, because it's fantastic in a way, right, because it's this make-believe thing that we're creating, uh, it would seem that it would probably be easier to imbibe that entity with powers that we might be incredulous about uh, having ourselves.
1: You have to extend the limit of your thinking to give it greater power to go beyond where you're at right now. Right, and then
0: ultimately... Um uh, it seems to me the first thing when you described it is that ultimately if you do it enough, you become the Tulpa.
1: There's always Yourself. that link. There's a separation, I believe. There's, guys, mm-hmm. do you want to expound on that? Because Corey just brought up a, a pretty interesting point. Again, we think, we think there's everything, something, and nothing occurring all at once. So in some cases, yes, he is the Tulpa. In some cases, maybe he's completely separate from certain actions mm-hmm. that it takes. What do you guys think about that?
2: I think this is a very tricky razor. We're walking on here talking about mm. Uh Once you release something without proper programming, there's no telling what could happen. And that's the problem mm-hmm. with a lot of the un- the incomplete manifestation techniques that are circulating. It's like you're not taught how to program this chunk of your consciousness, or if you borrowed energy, like you mentioned, from planetary sources or or other sources of, of energy, and it's not programmed properly, you are asking for it. You know, it, mm-hmm. it, depends, it depends directly on how you program it, and being as specific as possible, and in my, in my experience, always including for the highest good, or Please. if you can't align with that, in a way in which harm comes to none.
1: There, that's, mm-hmm. okay, that way you that's absolve I...
2: yourself of your karmic debt.
1: That's right, what I was going sure. to get into. Is the karmic uh, repercussions here can be nullified, and the dangers can be nullified to a very great extent by first filtering your intent through God consciousness, through the Do No yes. Harm principle, yes, through exactly. the Golden yes. Rules first.
2: No, starting no, that, probably... starting
1: your ceremony with the basis of that first as a basic core programming that that you don't even have to. You don't have to feel that programming. You don't have to visualize it. You don't have to bring up the image. You just know and feel, and it's part of your very essence of yourself to be good, to be in harmony, to do no harm. And to be able to tap into that godlike stuff first and use that as the first step, I think would remove a lot of your, um, your danger there. And then also, in order to have effective results, then you've got to get into the specific, specifics or specificity of what you're trying to do. But I, I do acknowledge that you're you're bringing up very uh, relevant dangers. I just think that people can wipe all of that out, off the table first. Like, they start from a clean uh, slate if they go through the filter of God consciousness or self-consciousness, if you will. Completely uh,
2: agree, and yes, that is extremely important, is to get to that rate of, of God consciousness to understand that you are.
1: Sort of like mm-hmm. when you do a lot of acid or, or uh, psychedelics and you have to really get real with yourself and admit your dark sides and your shadows and, and really do the work. Well, you don't have to, but I found it's a lot better for me if I'm just like, okay, you're being a little judgmental in this realm of your life. You're too quick to judgment um, for what would really be efficient, for what you're intending in your life. Um, you know, nothing judgy or guilt-tripping. It's just like, okay, you could do this better, you could do that better you know, maybe try to this, this, or that. Let's make a goal for that. And so I'm doing all that work, and then when the mushrooms come on, it's like, like you are everlasting life. You're you're in line with your mission. You're doing everything properly. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the acid, of course, is a little bit more fucking grabs you by the balls or the yoni is like, I'm taking you with me. (laughs) You can see across an entire fucking field like you have hawk vision, or you can see into your your DNA. But, it's because I did the work first. So in a like fashion, before you do these types of visualizations, do the cleansing work first, do the intention, the basic programming. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you're going to have a bad time. Mm-hmm.
2: Right, It's right. all about intention.
1: Cool. Well, guys, uh, we're running out of time here. Um, I do want to say this to everybody, and some people take me up on it. Some people are so busy in their lives that we never get around to it. But I really, really want to have a whole other show with you. Uh, as our guest. So if you're down for that, we'll schedule that in the near future. And in that oh, way, we'll we Yeah,
2: word. We need to finish talking about the psychic self-defense.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and also, yes. let's talk a little bit about psychedelics, too, since that's something we're kindred we're spirits on. We can have a psychedelic round two episode. We've already done one. Words. Do you guys good?
2: have,
1: like, a? do you guys have,
2: like, a
0: contacts, you know, or, like, a
1: website or someplace
0: yeah, just be careful, you, this
1: goes everywhere, so only yeah, ways that you yeah want people to only, only put you. up <laughs>
0: yeah, only put up something that you would want people to be interested in in seeing, but uh off air, you know somehow through, through Jordan or something, I'd love to you know stay in contact with you guys somehow,
2: sure we can we can hook that up capital. Yeah, right, we'll.
1: Right maybe on. uh maybe start a little master class or uh, some sort of webinar t- teaching school something like that consciousness realm. you guys have heard of seven bomar obviously I, I, you guys are in the realm yeah. so yeah um Who something it? like sorry what seven bomar something like he's doing the guy's a just an absolute badass
2: actually have not heard of him
1: what oh man yeah. some of the stuff you're into is so in line he's like a kindred spirit to a lot of us here with what we're talking about, yeah, um, you should. Yeah, you should definitely check that out. Anyways, thank you for coming on. Um, you know, again, we get into a lot of tangents on the show. There's just so much we want to share. I have a bad habit of interrupting because sometimes my phone lags, and I am so excited that in combination uh, gets us off topic. But there is interesting points that I do bring up, and Corey brings up, and things like that. So we will. Of we course, y'all are we'll great. <laughs> no. We will try to.
0: Get through game, game recognized game, as
1: they say. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, all right, cool. So thanks again, guys. If there's anything else I can ever do for you or if you want to do some other collaborations outside the radio show, uh, you've got my information. We'll, we'll be in touch, obviously, after man, the Man,
2: thank you all so much for having us. Yeah,
1: thank yeah you. thanks, thanks that, for man. being on, man. Really with y'all. Our pleasure. Cool.
2: Well, thank yeah, hopefully again. we can do it again soon.
1: Let's say maybe within a month.
2: Sure.
1: Yeah, let's do it up. All yeah. right. On. Perfect. All right, listeners, thank you as well. Uh, we got into some deep stuff today, so I hope you grabbed all that. If not, the podcast will be up in a few days, uh, sometimes a week. It just depends on how busy the producers are. These guys are handling a bunch of shows. And uh, that's about it for this episode. Uh, Corey, do you have anything else that you want to drop before we leave? I'm good. She's good. Yeah, all stand, right. Well,
0: then stand by for the next show and, uh, you know, man
1: great show today lots of lots of truth bombs for those who are listening let's see where we're at in another week if we can avoid another mass shooting and some other crazy shit and hopefully get some more truth out without it being distracted from in the media narrative and on that note i'll tell you pierce the veil and the truth will reveal itself we'll see you next time